the point is kind of as an opportunity for people that might be interested in Basecamp or more broadly in kind of all the work that we do here at Outlier to kind of find out a little bit more about what we do here. It's an opportunity to understand more closely the processes, but also hear from some of the founders who have kind of gone through the Basecamp, being able to talk, you know, honestly and openly about experiences, the value that we as an accelerator provide. And maybe, you know, later we can also get into some areas for improvement. We can also chat a little bit about questions people might have and give people an opportunity to kind of ask those questions. Welcome to Outliers Talk a limited series where I interview Outlier alumni on the not-so-talked-about parts of the founder journey. I'm Martin Saps from Outlier's content team. We hope that our outliers can be role models for others in this space, taking them through the opportunities and challenges of being a Web3 founder, but also fueling their ambition to drive the space forward. Fabio, who's our head of accelerators, and I, uh, I'm Martin, will be co-hosting um, this afternoon. Uh, I'm Martin from our content team. And before joining the content team, I was a program associate, so working very closely with the teams um, in our accelerator program. So even though I'm more on the external outlier side, um, I still have the experience of having not gone through Basecamp as a founder, but having worked through a, with a number of founders who have gone through Basecamp and kind of seeing their their experience and their journey uh, through that. Maybe it's a good opportunity for Fabio, our head of accelerators, to kind of give a bit of an introduction to you know what he does, and then maybe we can get into an introduction uh, to some of the founders that have kindly joined us this afternoon. Sure. Uh, thanks, Martin. Uh, and and uh, good afternoon, everybody, or good morning, depending where you are. Uh, I'm Fabio Maffioli, and uh, I'm head of uh, Basecamp Accelerators uh, here at OV. Previous uh, to, to OV, I joined uh, more than a year ago. I used to uh, run accelerator programs at different companies, including uh, Techstars for a few years, and then at uh, Facebook, uh, then renamed Meta. Quite a mess when I was there with, with all the name changes and stuff. And then I jumped into uh, into the web free world with, with OV, and uh, I've been like very excited since, since day one. Um, so what we do at Basecamp is, well, it's, it's a V-Fletchy program. Uh, it's a, it's a 12 week acceleration program dedicated to our early stage web three founders. We really pride ourselves to be, uh, the, probably the most comprehensive web three program, uh, in, in the world. Thanks to, uh, the experience we have gained, you know, in the space and having worked and supported more than uh, I think by now more than 250 uh, Web3 founders. I would say like uh, our secret sauce really lies in uh, in the experience and network that we have built, uh, but also and particularly in the uh, internal advisory teams uh, that work hand in hand with with the founders uh, throughout the three months program uh, to really help them execute on on the complexity and intricacies of of Web3 startups. Be that token design, product and engineering, fundraising, legal, marketing, and community and building community building. Currently we have uh, a few programs with with open applications like um Aptos program, Near, Polygon, and then one program dedicated to uh, zero knowledge technology. Um, and then there is uh, a new one uh, uh, coming up next week. So stay tuned uh it's gonna be a big news so if you're interested in in any of these programs uh check them out on the website uh and submit an application so yeah maybe just um could hear a bit of an introduction from the founders uh but just to make this a little bit more fun you know founders when you introduce yourself 
you can tell us a little bit about not necessarily what you were doing before Outlier, but how you found the accelerator and how you got to the point where where you applied. So basically, put us in your heads um, when you joined the accelerator. Uh, maybe starting with Alicia from GivePact. We were in CPG Pact's um, first inaugural cohort incubator, and someone mentioned like the applications for Outlier, and we just plugged right into the right people and. You know, it was just a breeze of a process on like most applications and um, just a really good fit for uh, what we needed at the time, which was expertise in tokenomics and DAOs, all the technical parts of this Web3 trilogy. So that's that's how it came about. Lovely. Thanks, Alicia. Um, maybe Mike, just going by order of um, accounts on my screen. I think I, I first met Jamie Burke before he started started. Um, outliers. So it must have been maybe even 10 years ago when I met him first. And, I, you know, um, some background here. We are a team of, I'd say, uh, you know, close to 100 engineers, computer scientists, mathematicians. We've been building protocols, crypto protocols, since 2008, even before. And um, we hate talking to people and we don't like uh, communicating. Uh, we're from Estonia, and so we went to to Jamie, and he invited us into the uh, Ascent program to launch uh, a Layer One protocol. And we've been at it now. I think we joined the program must be at least two years ago. And I can tell you, we've had the, just the most fantastic experience because they educated us in all the things that we didn't know: uh, tokenomics, marketing, community. And it's just amazing because you can go to someone, uh, you have a question about something, there's someone at Outlier that has that expertise. And it's been a tremendous experience for us. Mike, can you tell us the name of your company? It's Alphabill. Alphabill. I can, I can really get talking about Alphabill if you want. But maybe we'll, we'll, go, we'll get you in in a moment. We'll come back to you. Um, maybe you will. Thanks for having me on. Um, I like what you said there, Mike, about um, getting the help you needed where you needed it. Uh, and so... But going circling back, we I, I kind of knew about lies more. I think I saw them more at some point as uh, just a straight VC. I knew they're doing acceleration. Um, but I'm reading Guardians of the Blockchain. That's GBC.ai. Um, so I get that in now straight away. My guys, my, my partner said, oh, what about Outlier Ventures? And I was like, yeah, they're cool. I mean, my, my two other partners in Australia. So I'm, I'm, I'm in Switzerland and Europe. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're cool. Um, and we went through the application and uh, we got in. Um, and that was on Basecamp. Uh, the interesting thing here was that we were relatively advanced in some ways and not in other ways. So we had pretty advanced tokenomics, for example. We were intending to list at that point. We didn't do it in the end, but that's not that's market driven. But there were other places we needed help, and we can get into that later. But one of them was like we had a lot of products on the roadmap, and when we were pitching and when we were talking to VC, we were kind of not helping ourselves because we weren't very focused. So one of the things we got out. And there's a number of things. One of the great things we got out of, of going through Basecamp was that focus and, and going through an acceleration and coming out after three months, we were in a different place. So if you'd asked me a year ago, describe what you're doing, it'd be not the same as pretty much what we're doing, what we, how, how to do it now. So that was a real benefit for us, along with some tech and, and, and quite frankly, some, some kicks in the bum, some kicks up the ass to, to, to move us into certain directions. Lovely. Thanks, Will. Uh, and Shai, you... Wanna, with your just recently created Twitter account, <laughs> is this your first spaces? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, Twitter is not really not my thing, but that's that's an interesting platform. And uh, this, uh, and uh, for for those of you at home, Shy is not a bot. Um, he's a real person, real people, not actors. Um, and so yeah, Shai, uh, take it away. Thank you for having me here. Um, and wow, Ovi, um, Ovi. Well, I guess we we get to that in a minute. Um, so. I'm with Odin and AI, and our our story is a bit different because we are all um, coming from Web two, all of us, and we are expert in um, in digital marketing, and we saw the opportunity in, in Web three. One of our investors, Seb, um, was the one that introduced us to Ovi because we were looking for networking. This is how it started. That's how he connected us, and he said, "Look." Talk with them. I'll connect you with um, Abdallah. Talk with him. See how it goes. You might benefit more than than the networking that you are looking for. And you know, since then, I think I thanked him. Hey, I don't know, maybe a million times. Like each time I have an opportunity, I'm really embarrassing him. It was an amazing thing that that connection. It was like really a life changer for us. And I guess we'll get to that in a minute but maybe uh to jump in and then and, and get to know uh you guys a bit better and what your companies do uh maybe it's helpful to uh you know to just uh give us a bit of um introduction on on your business but then i, w- I would like to understand uh you know based on the challenges that your your business was was facing before uh joining the programs how did uh outlier venture uh, really help you overcoming uh, those those hurdles, those those obstacles, uh, and uh, you know, if you if you can also want to elaborate on on the teams at uh, OV that that really helped you, uh, um, you know, jumping through those obstacles. We have been actually before AI was trending, you know, recently. Um, we we came together in 2020 as and brought two AI teams together, and could we tackle some blockchain problems? And so even in early crikey i mean early 21 we'd won some awards from nvidia for research and r d in improving enhancing the uh, the perimeters and, and 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 basically enhancing blockchains and stopping them from having issues i'd already approached various layer ones and to chat and it appeared that we were far too early at what we had so we quickly realized that we had to do something else with our technology and we we thought we'd tackle security enter the stage where we um, um, come into Outlier Ventures um, and we had like a list of potential things we could do. We were developing and have developed a, a product called Wallet Guardian, which checks the scam tokens, you know, before you use DeFi, like, you know, you need, you, you know, when you go to swap the token with MetaMask and say one inch or something, it, it scans and gives you a quick book. But we were just starting that journey. One of the things that was great for us was helping us focus. I mean, I remember one of the things that Jamie said when we started, Jamie Burke, that is, um and he's like you're gonna do in three months what normally takes 18 months or something along those lines i'm like wow and and, and as everyone will know who went through base or, or ascent has done i mean that's what happens i mean as soon as you find out you're in uh your 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 calendar invitations just flood and you're scheduled like non-stop and, and i remember turning around to my wife and say okay you know you and the kids are not gonna see me for a while now because <laughs> we really did ex- it, it, it's accelerated in the truest sense but with that team that you mentioned, uh, there's lots of teams and lots of members of the team that helped. But one that I remember sticking out was the tech was Lorenzo and he went through and we explained what we were doing. And he he said that you need to you know work more on this side of it. And that was really beneficial. Um, but but I could go on. Uh, tech, tech was one side. The fact that um, helping us um, with our pitch deck and then then the network that was mentioned just now, the network with 
with investors um, and introduction to investors, but being prepared for that. You know, um, our pitch deck was a bit long, is a bit wishy-washy, and wasn't that so focused. Um, and there was part members of the of the OV team that were coming in and being very constructive, um, and and you know, in some cases, taking us apart and building us back up. And again, I mean, I think that had we not done that, we'd probably still be going and you know, three months, four months later, and it won't be you know, the investors not quite knowing what it is they were going to potentially want to invest in, and us not actually getting investment. So that was those two things stick out right now. For us, it was like um, I would say a massive thing, and. Um, as I mentioned, we came with the the Web two approach, providing services to Web three companies, marketing marketing services, uh, and our intentions when we got into Ovi was the networking. Okay, it's it's the biggest accelerator out there, two hundred companies in the portfolio, and great networking. Just by that, we are happy. And then if we get a bit of knowledge here and there, it would be great. Those were our intentions in the beginning, and I keep on going to what Zeb told me, you will get more than networking, and it's like a complete understatement. We got out as a Web3 company, providing services to Web3 and Web2 companies. It's a mind-blowing process for me that has been done in, you know, it's been done in eight weeks. And I, you know, we didn't get into the history of each one of us, but I'm like uh, an entrepreneur for, for now two decades I've been through different companies and, and I've seen quite a bit and I've also seen accelerators out there. Uh, I'm a big believer in accelerator, but I've never, ever got something even closer, close to what we've got over here. Really, it's a revolution. And so as far as the teams, uh, it was, I would say, everybody. Like... Um, the the tech team that I would say said like six, eight hours a week with us really structured uh, that new technology that we are now provided. Economics team, wow, Robert, if you're listening, man, you're like God to us. Um, the, <laughs> not for it. Um, yeah. The design team, Daniela from uh, legal. Everybody contributed. Everybody was very much engaged, and you can feel it in their vibes. They, they are really into it, and, and that was something that was very different for me than other accelerators. You feel everybody, each member from each team, wants you to succeed. Like they really want you, and that was an amazing experience. Well, shy, I'm uh, I'm tearing up over here. <laughs> I'm missing it. I'm like, oh, can I go back? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll come on to community and kind of specific things that you worked on uh, in a moment. Um, but maybe Alicia, we can give you an opportunity to, you know, kind of chime in here. Uh, yeah, great to know a bit more about, yeah, I guess, about what GiveBack does and the specific areas of help that, that you, you know, worked closest with um, during your time uh, at the Accelerator program. Sure. GiveBack is a crypto fundraising platform for nonprofits. We make it very simple for you to donate uh, crypto to any nonprofit in the U.S. and we'll send it to them um, in the form of cash. And we're going to reward you with proof of donation, unique NFT offerings. But ultimately, in terms of the, the accelerator, I think it was great in terms of just constantly practicing pitching and finessing that and then really honing in on 
what type of token we need, which in the end, we went with proof of donation. We spent most time just pretty much prepping with investors, prepping for investor conversations and getting our tech product right. So I like sort of the project management. I felt like I was being project managed and constantly being held accountable for a million different things. So in that regard, yeah. it was super helpful. Um, and then the B2B aspect. So like pitching our API to other people in the portfolio company was definitely eye-opening. And um, yeah, that's what I got. And what about um, kind of uh, mentors? So could you maybe, if, if anyone, you know, feel free to chime in here. Um, tell us a little bit more, more about kind of the mentors that you, that you worked with. And for those of you listening, you know, mentors are a really big part of um, the Accelerator program. The first two weeks of the program are dedicated primarily to uh, meeting with as many mentors as you can. All of our men programs have, you know, like usually around 30, 40 mentors um, in, in those programs. And they kind of form uh, connecting, you know, our founders to mentors is a really big part of the offering that we have. The idea being that if there's an area of expertise or an area of focus that you're doing um, that doesn't necessarily match up with the offerings that we have in-house, uh, we have a network of mentors that can provide um, that expertise. Is there anyone here, any of you that you know got particularly close with a mentor, uh, that worked particularly with mentors? Um, maybe it'd be, it'd be great to hear from you about um, that network and, and how it helped you. Just while we're, we're waiting, I just have one question. Are, are, are the accelerator programs, are they done in, in live, in person, or is everything online? That's a great question. I'm really glad you asked. The program is fully remote, a uh, 12-week program, and essentially the <clears throat> fully remote model is something that we've been developing over the past few years. Um, it was initially done um, completely in person, but during COVID, um, we basically all, um, everything moved online and we found that that model was actually really um, working for us. It allowed us to work with a uh, bigger diversity of founders, ge particularly geographically. So we have founders that really um, span all sorts of, you know, time zones, geographic areas um, from, you know, the west coast of the us to east asia and and our team is also based um across time zones as well oh that's cool i just never never thought about it because we'd never actually met in person anyone from outlier until uh, until very recently and we've been on the program for two years we, we went to the polka dot base camp just so anyone knows um and um we got close to one or two of the um the other members also, I think it was six or eight of us uh, are going through at the stage. Um, and it coincided actually with what's called Polkadot Decoder, which is like the big Polkadot event every year. Um, and it was in Berlin. So um, a lot of us, you know, were coming out of lockdowns and things. And then we were coming out of base camp and we, um, we ended up meeting each other, like, which I think was like kind of like become a kind of rare experience at that point. Um, and we all end up in Berlin, not all of us, but a lot of us and, and the teams end up in Berlin. So after this three months of accelerating and, and, and talking and having these meetings where you go through what your achievements for the week or your targets and all the, you can talk about this guy's OKRs and things that you get involved in. We, you know, we, we, you know, we, we met in Berlin and then we were at this big event and then, and we end up at like the like closing party, you know, partying together. And, um, so that, that was, this was a little story there. Um, we went from being completely, you know, 
online and, and, and virtual to, to probably one of the uh, you know, fullest real-life experiences you could have had. Now that's, you know, we had a similar experience in that we went to NFT Tallinn. And one of the great things, I think, which will only continue to get better within the Outlier program is that when you're going to a conference or events, you can look up and see, you know, who's going there from the Outlier program. You know, who's, yeah. the, who's the alumni there that's going there from, from Outlier? And you can connect with them and really build your network that way. Yeah, you become but, kind of like a, a club. <laughs> alumni. Yeah. yeah. Y Combinator have obviously mastered that, both in terms of, you know, access to funding and Hacker News and all these things, all these things that you get from being a, a Y Combinator alum so hopefully uh, the outlier alum will be as if not more significant than that sure and that's that's one of the areas that we're kind of most focusing on um you know internally as a company right now it's about developing our portfolio developing our network and really trying to find new initiatives to um you know find ways for alumni to you know connect and meet up and 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 so we we realize that that's really an area that as we grow rapidly we really need to kind of start finding new ways of, of connecting alumni but Alicia, you, you, I remember you met um, up with a number of Outlier alumni um, at East Denver. Um, what was that like, meeting people from, from the cohort that you'd been you know, chatting to online for a few, a few weeks? At that point, you were in the middle of the program, along with Hanan Noor, our great program manager. Um, but yeah, what was it like meeting them uh, in person? It was lovely. Um, I had never been to East Denver. I'd never been to Denver and Hanan did a great job of organizing us all. Uh, I thought it made the experience uh, much more fruitful to meet people in person. And again, at NFT NYC, ETH Denver, if you don't know, is very like founder and VC driven more so than even consensus. So we would just go from VC event to VC event. And it was good to have, you know, team member, other cohort team members there. Um, to be in the grind with you. So definitely would have been rougher without them. Um, and it was still a pretty intense experience. So, you know, whenever we can, you can meet up in person, that makes it um, so worthwhile. And to have a community base is lovely. If I can jump in on here, uh, it's, it's, it's really refreshing uh, to, to hear all, the, all your stories, guys, about uh, the times that you met in person. I think that you know, we, we live in a world that increasingly becomes like digital where, where you know, distances are um, are cut off by by technology. But I, I, I'm a st I still a firm believer that, you know, face to face human interaction is is irreplaceable. And this is actually what we're trying to uh, increasingly do here. Um, we know that, you know, like the, there's more and more um, events uh, around Web3 that are picking up around the world and uh, you know with, with our increasing network portfolio of companies but also you know mentors and and investors and and ov people as well uh all these all these events present great opportunities to uh finally you know meet with the founders um and uh and you know and share and share experiences like the ones that you described maybe maybe a, a little I don't know, some kind of badge or sign that you could put on because there's so many OV people out. I mean, OV alumni and well, everything. Anyone connected to right? either. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, all I seem to be doing is, is going to conferences and events and networking like in real life, IRL, right? In real life. And, yeah. um, and, and you end up chatting to someone, then, then afterwards actually you find out and you go, oh, crikey, I wish I'd known that. So maybe, I don't, maybe, maybe there could be some kind of, uh, I don't know, <laughs> some way yeah, flagging up. 
I, I, we've like, got an outlier alumni uh, badge, like a, a LinkedIn yeah. banner that we've made for some of the recent graduating uh, founders. So you um, should make a physical one. <laughs> yeah, a physical stick, one. A, a sticker, a sticker to go on the back of the phone. You know. <laughs> Everyone had their phones in their hands, right? Or just a pin, yeah. just a pin that you put on your jacket or your shirt. Or the pin, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Problem be there. You end up with loads of loads of startups coming to you, pitching to you, thinking you're actually part of the <laughs> OV. So you maybe you have like OV alumni stated on there. Totally. Listen, I've always been a fan of the of the base camp branded tents. Any campsite across America, you'll find an OV branded <laughs> branded tent. <laughs> so listen. Yeah. There's a startup idea. Um, but yeah, Fabio, you ran, you ran when you were at Techstars, you, um, you know, you ran some in-person and some remote cohorts, right? So maybe yeah. uh, you can talk a little bit about, you know, like everything, you know, there's, there's pros and cons of having, you know, a remote first um, accelerator. Um, yeah. But yeah. Could you maybe tell us a little bit about how this is different to some other models, but also, you know, the opportunities and potentially even also the downsides, you know? Of, of this remote of model that we have. Of course. And I, I think I've, I've talked about the main downside, uh, which is, you know, the, the loss of, of, of human interaction and human connection. Um, I think that one of the greatest uh, powers or, or values are of putting, you know, six, seven, eight, 12 founders under the same roof is, is that they, uh, they will get to know each other. They will share stories, anecdotes. Um, but also they were shared, you know, the pain and, and how they solve those pains. Um, and, uh, and, you know, like business opportunities, uh, will, will arise from, from those connections. And, and obviously this is something that it's, it's harder to replicate when you are in a, in a virtual dimension, let's say, um, we are, you know, uh, we are experimenting with, with different methods and, and strategies, but uh it's it, it's not it's not that straightforward um however i would say that virtual running of a program also presents a lot of uh advantages you can definitely like uh tap into into a global audience that's that's the number one and uh, it's it's a huge one not all the founders uh you know are uh, uh you know happy or available to uh to relocate to uh to different locations for you know, for a short period of time, that can be like, you know, two, three, four months, uh, people have, you know, life commitments and, uh, and then that's, uh, and that's a big obstacle, but also from, uh, the perspective of, you know, like really tapping into, uh, you know, mentors that, uh, could be, you know, located in all four corners of the world. Uh, that's, uh, that's something that, you know, running program, uh, virtually can, can offer to you. Um, so yeah, just in, in short, there's, there's lots of like pros and cons to our, to both models. Um, at OV, we historically, we have, we have run programs, uh, virtually, but as I said, we are experimenting more and more in, you know, in, in organizing like events in real person, uh, in person here in London, uh, but also, you know, leveraging all this web three amazing events uh all around the world to reconnect with with our network maybe while we're already on networks this is kind of a good opportunity to talk a little bit about our cohorts so you know mike and 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 will maybe you know your experience was as a scent might have been a bit different but like our base camp uh you know teams they're they're running cohorts um where we take between anywhere between six and 14 startups um depending on which, you know, base camp, which cohort it is. Um, and we kind of put them through the accelerator program together. 
And, you know, our, our goal and the reason why we, we do it, um, particularly for early stage teens in cohorts is because we really strongly believe, as Fabio was saying, in the uh, opportunities afforded by kind of getting to know each other, being able to share ideas. Shai um, and Alicia, did you guys have much opportunity to kind of interact with the other startups uh, in your cohort? Can you tell us just a bit more about, you know, the cohort uh, aspect of it? Well, I will, I will say that is to see a moment where people were struggling and then the next thing you know, people are raising millions of dollars and like, that acceleration was incredible. So I think that was pretty impressive to see people kind of like not knowing what they were doing and then breaking in a lot of money very quickly. Um, but of course, it's great to have camaraderie to, you know, founders, we were working all the time. Um, and it's great to see people in the same, you know, struggling to get VC, to get VC attention, struggling, you know, the, the same struggles. So I think that's great. And of course, the partnership for now and for the future in terms of working together. Everyone's willing to share resources and be helpful with their products and with their relationships. So that's what makes it fruitful is we're all in it together. We all have the same goals to make the best product possible to raise money. And then of course, Web3 is about collaboration and we're as strong as, you know, the the, the cohort is. So that's that's really what makes, um, builds out the accelerator and makes it a lifelong um, partnership. Yeah, we'll take that sentence and we'll continue straight away. It's an amazing sentence. And, and I think it's also related to the topic that you mentioned before regarding the IRL and remote. Um, it's very difficult. It's very challenging uh, to run a cohort, make it that programmatic uh, in a remote state of mind. And Hanan, which was our uh, PM, you've mentioned her before, she really controlled I would say every second of those um, 12 weeks, I think all the teams and myself and Alicia were on the same uh, base camp. We all feel like one unit, like really one unit. Uh, and you mentioned before the badges uh, when, when you would go to, to different events. We are now running um, uh, activity with a couple of others, uh, other um, companies from our base camp and I know, and I know for a fact that even a few years from now, if I will ever need something from anyone, from uh, from the teams, I know I will get a reply within a, an hour. Uh, it, it somehow, um, well, I know some, but I, I there's no way I can uh, explain it in in twenty minutes. Uh, you have managed to to unite everybody. Um, I know, say it's kind of like the Marines, I guess. I've never been to the Marines, uh, but it's kind of like that. Everybody are united for, for everybody else. Uh, and we had those sessions on Fridays uh, that everybody are sharing the um, main things from the past week. Everybody are supporting. It was, I would say those Fridays are, are probably your magic trick of how to unite everybody. Uh, and it's super challenging to do it in, in a remote mode, and you've done it big time. We, we also went through Basecamp, by the way, uh, Fabio, and um, and I second that. I was thinking as you were, before you said it, Shay, the Friday, that Friday get-together, that's, ma that's, that's a magic situation. Um, and, and, you know, and also you review, and, and then you, for, my, for me, I remember 
like at least two of the other cohorts saying what they were doing. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then going offline and helping make introductions to people that I'd already met that were outside of OZ, you know, that might potentially be partners or, 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 or users or something like that. So yeah, for me, that it, everything was great, but yeah, finishing the week off like that, incredible. And also, uh, I, I don't know when you guys and girls went through yours, but, but when we went through ours, started ours, funding was like just everywhere. It was still with that FOMO situation of VC. And then when we finished it, 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 it you know, it started to fall apart. Um, we'd already had the Terra Luna situation and then everything's, and, and everyone was struggling. And it was great to be able to sort of go, are you, how are you getting on? No, 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 we're not either. Because <laughs> you sit there for a week thinking, you know, this is like, I'm, you know, you're bashing your head against the wall and you find out everyone else is pretty much in the similar situation. Those little funding, not everyone was funding. That's the other cool thing because everyone's in different stages too. Some people are like a long way off of going out to fund and some people are like, yeah, I've been pitching like, you know, nonstop this week. That Friday after that base camp Friday, brilliant. Maybe we can get into one more topic before we kind of conclude. And, and that's um, talking about pivoting. You know, I know, you know, as an early stage startup, you know, pivoting um, is highly encouraged, actually. You know, the, the idea that you come up with, you know, the more you talk about it, the more you refine it, the more you develop your pitch, the product, the more you start to realize that, you know, you, you learn about newer um, and potential other ways to kind of refine it. Um, did any of you do a few pivots during your, your time and how it kind of changed over the time that you were, um, at, at base? Pivoting is a, is a tricky thing. Pivots can be very tempting and people can take you out of focus. So, um, people is tricky. Um, so you want to be sure, um, that when you are doing it, it's the right one. Uh, and I agree, people is an important one in the, um, in the timeline of a of a startup, um, and what we have done was massive. I think, and it's also related to what you've mentioned before regarding mentors. When you are running a pivot, what you really want to do is to validate it. And Ovi is providing the opportunity to validate very very fast uh, because of all the mentors, because of all the professionals in in house. Uh, because of the network in, in general. Uh, so when you're pivoting, uh, and we, we've, you know, we, we took a few, few ideas along those um, 12 weeks. Um, and, you know, we validated, and we validated, and uh, it was that. And then, and, and I would say that was, among other things, uh, something that I would definitely recommend when I would speak about Ovi is that part that you can pivot and validate uh, so fast. Uh, it's crazy. It's a, it's a crazy combination. It wasn't like a, like a pivot. It was kind of a pivot. We, I think I mentioned earlier, we had a number of products, some on the roadmap, but then one that was being developed first. I think in a way the pivot was like, let's just focus on one thing. And it was that, it was that, that focus. That, and and and, it, and all the teams that helped us within that that really was you know as I said when we when we finished uh, we certainly weren't where we started and I don't just mean development wise but you know just just whole narrative uh, even to a certain degree we went from being as I say this sounds a bit sort of jump on the bandwagon today but then it wasn't because nobody actually funny enough nobody was interested in what I'm about to say was we were saying you know we're an AI company applying it to blockchain. But nobody was interested in that. And then, and then by the time we finished, we're a security company. Yeah. So we kind of pivoted the narrative because we focused. And it really, again, was OV that, and, and the whole team, maybe part of the team that, that helped us with that. And, and it was very, very beneficial. 
I mean, I, I remember at one point uh, as well, I was talking about, I know you want to close off soon, but how strong the alumni was. Um, for anyone listening that isn't, there's, there's an alumni channel, uh, which is on Slack. If you know what Slack is, it's just like a social media channel and a group, a bit like a Telegram group, but it's for people. And at one, uh, what I was doing was actually um, getting the mock-ups for our, our, our user interface, uh, so how it looks, and asking everyone to comment what they liked and didn't like. So we were getting kind of that feedback too. That, that sort of, uh, it, it was that change of narrative and that focus in that kind of pivotal sense that really made a big difference for us. So maybe maybe just one to close off. I don't want this, you know, so some really nice things have been said um, about our accelerator program lately, um, <laughs> particularly in this past hour. Um, you know, making me, as I was saying, making me tear up. But, um, you know, I don't want this to be just like, you know, a, an OV base camp, you know, sales, sales session in the sense that, you know, we realize yeah, that we're sure. also constantly... <laughs> We're constantly trying to improve, um, but we know that there's areas that, you know, we, we could do better in, you know, finding more IRL events, um, developing new ways of getting our portfolio to um, interact with each other, uh, helping to facilitate those, those interactions as we scale. You know, anyone who has any thoughts, you know, what are some areas that we could do better in? I can think of, of benchmarking, I think, is something that outlier can uniquely do just given the scale and visibility that you have across the whole ecosystem it would be really we've seen a little bit of that you know especially on the fundraising side when you are raising money and you get you know you get a sense of what other people have i think it would be pretty interesting to see how outlier could sort of formalize that benchmarking of of all the all the different um companies in in the, or protocols in in the web3 space another one uh, comes to mind is just maybe like post program as well like okay so that, uh, that all of us here are saying we're meeting up and we like and we it does feel like it's a bit distanced once you're out um i mean okay individually i mean different people are different likes of network or some are more open than others right uh i tend to be more on the like network the hell out of stuff and keep contact but i know that others aren't like that so maybe something post program that can help sort of or encourage or i mean you spoke about it maybe maybe it's not just maybe events but i don't know something like that maybe these are great ideas uh and then we'll be sure like we are that that's top of our minds uh you know the the, the portfolio is increasing as as we go and uh and we know that uh, you know we would love to remain in touch with, with with all of with all of the companies and that's why i think that there's uh there are a few initiatives that that are in the planning, uh, you know, to uh, to maintain that that bond. But yeah, it, it surely resonates with with what we want. All right. Well, I mean, thank you everyone for joining. Thank you everyone for your thoughts, for your kind words. Um, always great to have, you know, as you were saying, kind of, you know, small at least get-togethers of alumni. Uh, but if you have any further questions, you know, feel free to reach out directly at us. You know whether it's uh, on Twitter, whether it's through applying to one of our programs, yeah. you know, if you want to read more about our programs that we've just launched, you know, you can find that all at outlierventures.io slash Basecamp. Uh, but also if you just want to learn more about the Web3 space and find out about how Outlier can help you kind of learn more and, and, and about what's going on in this space, you know, we've got content, new content coming out every day, um, which I'm quite involved in through our Atlas program. And yeah, just, just stay in the loop. Um, you know, even if you don't find, you know, whether it's through Basecamp or through Ascent or, or, or just through consuming our content and, and being involved in our, in our, in our social media, our Telegram group, you know, you know, we'd love to hear from you. So yeah, thank everyone for joining and, and, uh, yeah, hope to speak soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Outliers Talk. 
We hope that you've learned about Web3 and the life of being a founder. Listen to our other episodes to continue along on your founder journey.